Business in the 217 here with your host, Trent R. Nelson. Good morning, and what a wonderful morning it is to discuss those innovations of the new year, 2024. Congratulations to those listening. You made it. And who also made it, you might ask? Well, our great and wonderful friend, Michelle Owenby, the publisher of the Illinois Times and the Springfield Business Journal. Good morning. How are you in this new 2024? Good morning, Trent. Doing well and uh, getting back into the swing of things this week, like a lot of folks, I imagine. A lot of folks are readjusting like we haven't been doing it for years previously, but you take a few moments off and it's amazing how your mind clears out space for new innovations. And speaking of new innovations, Michelle, we're going to jump right in as we always do. What can you tell us about Fairgrounds Cafe? It is the site of a formerly well-known little spot, Jungle Gyms Cafe. But tell us more, please. Yeah, so Jungle Gyms has been vacant uh, almost exactly a year now. They closed last January after more than three decades there on uh, Peoria Road, and of course, that was also one of the big Route 66 landmarks for many uh, visitors to town. And now Fairgrounds Cafe is opening in their place. It's its new owners, uh, Buka Nuhaji and Jack Ahmedi, uh, husband and wife team, actually purchased the property back in August. But as is often the case with renovations, it's taken a little longer than they had initially hoped. So they pretty much gutted the inside, and now they're putting it all back together and installing the new equipment and that sort of thing. But they're shooting to be open uh, by February 1st. They'll be open seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m., and they have connections to the Chatham Cafe, which is another very popular dining spot. Uh, Jack's father-in-law actually owns that, so... The uh, Buka worked there for a while, but the couple most recently lived in Tampa, Florida, and decided to relocate back to Springfield when they heard that Jungle Jim's property was on the market and thought that would be a good opportunity to launch their own place. So we wish them well with that venture. Absolutely. And another place, we talk about it all the time, Michelle, another place to get some food. There can never be enough. And for those that love a bit of food and a bit of sporting I believe we have another wonderful innovation. What can you tell us, Michelle, about Eagle Golf and Grill and how people can go enjoy it on the west side of Springfield? Yes, we talked about this one a few months back when it was in the works, but they officially opened uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's. So they're over there on Pintail Drive in the former Pickups Plus location. And uh, kind of a unique concept in addition to the the full-service restaurant and bar uh, they've got five golf simulator bays, a 1,200-square-foot indoor putting and chipping green, and also a, a training area for students. So I imagine it's probably good timing for them to open uh, open this time of the year as a lot of avid golfers are, uh, are missing their game, at least in central Illinois. So this is, provides a, a year-round option, and they're also going to do a lot of classes and training and things like that for kids. They're actually working with Lance Fleury, who's the head golf pro for the Springfield Park District, and he's going to be the lead instructor for the Imagine Junior Camp that launches uh, later this month, a six-week Saturday program, and there's two different age groups that can take part in that. So something for uh, something for the whole family over at Eagle Golf and Grill. If you and your family are golf enthusiasts and also enjoy eating food, well, Eagle Golf and Grill seems your 
ticket, your your cup of tea. We'll use a little pun there. But moving on, Michelle, uh, and of course, everybody loves food. Everyone loves eating. But there are also some other big things to discuss, report concerning. And uh, the first bit is concerning uh, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Illinois and the Springfield Clinic. What can you tell our listeners about that innovation and how it might affect certain folks across the city. Yes, so a new development in the ongoing dispute between uh, Springfield Clinic and Blue Cross Blue Shield, and that is that they reached a resolution. Uh, They announced December 22nd that they had signed a new five-year agreement. Of course, it's been two years now since things fell apart there and Springfield Clinic became an out-of-network provider. Uh, Many folks, including our company, actually switched our insurance because so many of our employees were uh, clients of Springfield Clinic, and I know others that did not have the option to change their insurance have been paying much higher uh, fees to see out-of-network providers and stay with their regular doctors and things like that. So, you know, neither side is really revealing the details of what led to this resolution, but I think it's safe to say that uh, many of the patients are, are quite happy as Springfield Clinic is certainly a huge provider for many in our community, and that opens up a lot more options for folks. Absolutely. And you see the Springfield Clinic signs all across town. Of course, they have different buildings all across town, and it is painful, one can imagine, for those who have Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Illinois to reconcile this. And as you noted, some simply are not able to reconcile it. And so this is a positive innovation that will touch many, many more individuals than perhaps we can even fathom off the top of our heads. But that's not the only innovation that is affecting people around the community. What can you tell our listeners about Springfield's Rail Improvement Project and why we're going to have to wait a little bit longer to see the fruits of that work. Yeah, so if the, uh, if the Springfield Clinic Blue Cross resolution was a, a piece of good news right before the holidays, this was a, a piece of bad news to go along with it. Uh, of course, the Springfield Rail Improvement Projects has been in the works for years, over a decade now, and uh, all along 2025 has been the projected date for completion of the rail consolidation efforts. And, you know, if you've driven down 9th Street, you've seen that huge transportation hub under construction. And it's being funded through a variety of sources, including some of the money coming from the federal government. Uh, they They chipped in more than $90 million through a grant back in 2022, but essentially the last piece of the puzzle Another $138 million in federal funding um, did not come through, and local officials were rather surprised about that. Uh, they won't be eligible to apply again for this grant until August, um, so they're saying that this is definitely going to delay that rail project because even though there's other potential funding sources, it's pretty hard to scratch together $138 million at the last minute. Plus, they think there could be as much as uh, $10 million in additional costs just due to the inflation and the delays and all that. So Dick Durbin is uh, trying to go to the bat for the community and uh, is lobbying, lobbying for some of those federal funds to come through. But that is the, the missing piece of the puzzle needed to complete that transportation center and some of the final portions of the work. You get some good, you get some bad, but we're working through the less fortunate and uh, celebrating the positive innovations that we are 
able to attain as a community. Of course, many places to eat, a new positive deal between Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Illinois and Springfield Clinic. Michelle Ownby, publisher of the Illinois Times and Springfield Business Journal, we thank you so much, as always, for spending a bit of time with us here on Business in the 217. Absolutely. We will always try to keep you in the loop and you can get online at springfieldbusinessjournal.com to sign up for BizBytes, the uh, weekly newsletter, and that's free of charge. So that's another way to stay on top of what's happening in the business community. You heard it here first, folks. Come and hang out with Michelle and I on Business in the 217 and and get some business bites uh, to satiate your need for fresh news each week, each year. Michelle, thank you so much as always. We look forward to speaking with you at our regular scheduled time next week. All right. Thanks, Trent. Absolutely. Business in the 217 just spoke with Michelle Owenby of the Illinois Times and Springfield Business Journal, the publisher of those two publications. And this is your host, Trent R. Nelson. We thank you for joining us, as always, and we look forward to speaking with you concerning all of the innovations, both positive and negative, going across our community, the capital of Illinois, Springfield. Speak to you soon.